So good to be with you this morning. This month of January, we have dedicated to prayer. And as we focus on prayer, as we go into 2022, it is my desire this morning to bring prayer to you from a father's point of view. I tell you what, when my children were small, I prayed for them. I wanted the best for them. And prayer, I'm telling you, was so much easier when they were younger. But you know, I'm starting to realize, I'm looking around. My oldest one is 26, my youngest is 17. Daddy, you don't have little girls anymore. I have young women who are making decisions for themselves. And as a result of that, Prayer from this father's point of view is so much more valuable now than I ever could have imagined. And so I appreciate that song talks about God's faithfulness because indeed that's who I have to depend upon. Let us pray. Loving Father, our eternal God, We come before you this morning, and Lord, what we want is to hear from you. Hide this sob of a mess called Father, and help us to see you. Hide me behind the cross. Send us your spirit now to speak to us, and speak to us clearly. In Jesus' name, amen. Most people can wrap their minds around the idea that Jesus has prayed for us. Because we find out in Luke 22 where Jesus says, Simon, Simon, the devil has asked for you. He wants to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you. Some can even wrap their minds around the idea that the Holy Spirit can pray for us. And we're told in Romans 8 that when we don't even know what to say, because of our weaknesses, he prays for us. But what about God the Father? Can you see him as praying for us? You know, the Bible tells us that if you have seen me, Jesus says, you have seen the Father. Everything I do, I do because I've seen my Father do it. And he says, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. So I ask you this morning, did Jesus pray for us? Who was he imitating? The Father. So as a father myself, I can really appreciate that I have a heavenly father who prays for me. 
And I think too often the problem is when we think about prayer, we think about going to God with a wish list. Lord, I want this. Can I have this? Can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? Or we go to God complaining day in and day. Lord, why is this happening to me? Why is this? Can't, why are my kids not doing this? And all sorts of things. And I had to stop myself. Can you imagine Jesus going to his father all night and all he's doing is complaining? Does that sound like anything sweet that you as a father would want to hear? I know my kids have needs. And I know before they're asking, I am wanting to meet those needs. And I'm just a sinful human father. We need to reconsider what we think prayer is. Turn with me again to our scripture reading, which is in Matthew 6. In Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 6. But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetition as the heathens do. We are instructed, we are not praying to God to try to get the attention of God. We don't go to our Father because He doesn't want to hear from us. So if we, we yell out His name or if we repeat certain things more often, He will finally pay attention to us like that wicked judge. That's not the picture of our Father. In fact, it says, Therefore, do not be like them. Do not see prayer. Do not use prayer for just a wish list from God. Don't make God your Santa Claus. Do not use prayer to just complain to God. Your Father says He already knows what you need before you ask. Then if he knows what I need, why does he want me to pray to him? God wants us to commune with him. And as I was looking at this, you, you, how many of you are familiar with the steps to Christ, right? Most of you should be. On page 93, I was reading this again, and it's just... I've been missing what prayer has been about. Prayer is not for me just to come to God and just to, I mean, you can do that. It's, yes, do that. I encourage you to do that. But we have to see it as more. And why am I saying this? Family, 2022 is upon, it's here. And if we think we've had a couple bad years, we haven't seen anything yet. We are going to need the comfort. We are going to need the strength. We're going to need the care of our Heavenly Father. 
And we better start understanding now why he's been encouraging us to pray. I read from page 93. Through nature and revelation, the Bible, through his providence and by the influence of his Holy Spirit, God speaks to us. But these are not enough. We need also to pour out our hearts to him. In order to have spiritual life and energy, we must have actual relationship with our Heavenly Father. You can look around nature and see God. You can read about God in here. He's saying to you, that is not enough. God is looking for a relationship with us, and prayer is the means to that relationship. God wants us to talk to him as one would talk to a friend. So prayer is first a relational thing when it comes to God. This is why Jesus could have been found all night long in prayer. He was talking. He was relating to his father. Our minds, I'm continuing on, our minds may be drawn out towards him. We may meditate upon his works, his mercies, his blessings, but this is not in the fullest sense communing with him. In order to commune with God, we must have something to say to him concerning our actual lives. God said he already knows what we need. So when we come to him, he's wanting us to come and talk to him about life. You know, as parents... We know how, how often that happens. The kids are growing up now. They got their cars and they're driving all over the place. Dad, can I have some money for a gas? Yeah, you're going to give him money. Hey, we want to go here. Can you give us this? But I can tell you from personal experience. I remember one day when one of my daughters was breaking up with somebody. Life, right? She wanted to talk to her father. I tell you what, all that money I've given her meant nothing. That was what I was looking for. And we sat and we talked and talked about all this. And this is what I was looking for. That is what blessed me. Not because I didn't want her to ask for stuff. That's the easy thing. When your children want to commune with you, you are blessed. As a parent, when your children want to come talk to you, just to talk to you. I'm amazed at my wife and my daughter's relationship. I like communicating. They talk not just every day, not just once a day, twice. They are always in communion. It cannot be just about give me this, give me that. That's satisfaction as a parent when you're talking to your children about life, not just their needs and their wants. And I'm trying to tell us that God is looking for that, and we need to be looking for that this morning. 
because we are not going to make it through 2022 just giving God our list of things we need Him to do. That will not comfort us through the storms that are coming. Prayer is communing with God. Prayer is opening the heart to God as to a friend. Does God want to commune with us? Then if God wants to commune with us, that's called prayer. If God wants to open, if, does God want to open his heart to us? That's called prayer. This is another part of this quote I love. Prayer does not bring God down to us, but it what? It brings us up to God. Does it work the other way? When God prays for us, does it bring us up to him or does it bring him down to us? If God is praying, God is coming down to us. Do you see how precious this is to have a God who is praying for you? When he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you, it's because he is praying for you. He's right there. He's coming down to us. For God so loved the world that he said, come up and listen to what I have to say. Or did he come down to us? Did he not send his son? Did he not demonstrate that love towards us? We have to start understanding. Pray. We have been just knocking at the door. We're just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to prayer. God wants it to mean so much more to us, and it must mean that if we're going to make it through these last days. We need to have that kind of relationship with God. Prayer is the key in the hand of faith. When we pray, it moves our faith. It makes our faith work. Does God have faith? Does God believe in us? For that to be a reality, God has to be praying for us. And when he prays for us and his faith is put in motion, oh, it says from faith to faith. It's not our faith. It's his faith touching ours. So what I'm not saying this morning, so I want to make it clear, when God prays for us, it is not the same as when we pray to God. We pray to God to receive. When God prays for us, God prays to give. Do you understand the difference? Whatever God does, God himself provides. Did we need a savior? Yes. So God prayed for us and he provided the sacrifice. Did we need a mediator since we had one who was accusing us day and night? The Bible said yes. So God provided 
our mediator, the man Jesus Christ. This world, folks, is passing away. Do we need another home? God prayed for you. And in praying for you, God has provided you the kingdom of God. And he has provided Jesus Christ himself to show you the way. Are you starting to see a pattern here? When the devil asked for each of us by name, God was praying for us. And he provided Jesus to be the propitiation for our sins. When our spirits were willing, but our flesh was weak, God himself prayed for us and gave us Jesus, whose strength was made perfect in our weakness. That is good news for all of us. That means when we have a father like that, who when he prays, he provides, it means no matter how difficult 2022 can get for you, no matter how challenging it can get, God will pray for you, and if he prays for you, he will also provide the solution, the answers to your problem. Why does God want to have a close relationship with us? Why does he want to commune with us? He wants us to accept his answers, and his solutions to our problems. Remember again, he already knows what we need. Most of my praying is not, Lord, make my children do this, make my children do that. That's a decision they have to make. Will God make my children do anything they don't want to do? Lord, make my children listen more. Family, too many of those prayers go unanswered. Too many of us get frustrated with God because we're asking God to do something he has already said he cannot and will not do. God is not here to force anybody. Please do not keep praying to God to force somebody to do something you want. Those prayers are not going to be answered, not by God. So what is God praying for? God is praying that you and I will use the free will he has given us to choose the answer, the solution that he has for our needs. He already knows them, right? So what is it that often interferes with God's knowing what we need, God answering our prayers and what we want. It's often ourselves. When God prays, we get a conviction. You realize that, right? Do you remember, how many of you remember when you were getting baptized? Didn't you have a decision to make? How did you come about with that decision? Was that just random? That was your Father in heaven praying that you would make the right decision to follow him all the way. And when God prays, what happens? He provides. And so the Holy Spirit came to you with a conviction. 
Here is the way. Walk therein. And when you choose to answer that prayer for God, the Bible says there's rejoicing in heaven over one who repents. When you stray from him and your Father in heaven is praying for you, and that conviction comes upon you and you decide to turn and go back to him, there is rejoicing in heaven. The Father's prayers are being answered. What that means is that you have a part to play in answering God's prayers. It matters. The relationship you have with God depends a lot, determines a lot of times how much God's prayers are answered. We often think because he's a big, powerful God, he can do whatever he wants. But he doesn't do whatever he wants. He doesn't force us. He won't make you accept his answer, his solutions that he has to your problems. No. God is praying and praying because he wants you to use that free will he has given you to answer and respond to him, allowing him to do for you what you can't do. So I hope you haven't missed the point. When it says, my God, that's your Father, shall supply all your needs according to his, his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God wants to answer your your prayers in 2022. But he's making it very clear to us. He only can answer your prayers by Christ Jesus. You realize that you can't suffer without God, your Father, suffering. Do you understand that, right? We can never suffer more than God. Every time we suffer, he suffers. So when God suffers, when God is in pain, who does he turn to? It's Jesus. Would it not make sense for us then to turn to the same person that God the Father turns to when he is in pain, when he is suffering? The only answer God has to our prayers is Jesus. We are going to need him more than ever before in 2022. We're going to have to have a relationship with him more than we have now. God wants us to talk with him. Our Father wants us to talk to him. There are decisions you're going to have to make. Those decisions in 2022 can have very long-lasting consequences. They could have serious ramifications. And God is praying earnestly that you will heed his voice. He's not going to force us, but he wants you to choose him. Believe that he has the answer for your needs. I know a lot of times my, my conflicts with God 
is I want him to answer my prayers a certain way, at a certain time. And the reality is, when I'm asking God that way, I am not believing that he knows when to answer my prayer and how. But my Bible says he knows what we need. And he knows how to give me good gifts. And every perfect gift, every good gift comes from above. I need to learn to trust God with my problems. And therefore, I have to learn to trust him with the solution, with the answers to my problems. It's very tempting to say, Lord, you didn't answer my prayer. But I don't believe God doesn't answer prayers. I just think we just don't like the answer that he's given us. And we have to learn to trust him. This is why prayer is about more about communing with God than just giving him our, our wish list. Today, you and I are in a place where our Father in heaven is praying. And I pray you and I can be an answer to his prayer. All he wants is what is best for us. And the good thing is when he asks, when he wants something from us, he will also provide the means for it. So let us rely on who he provides. Let us trust God with our problems. And let us come to him more for communing, for relating, so that as we go through 2022, we can say we have a friend who is sticking closer than a brother.